Please welcome. My friends, welcome. Welcome to the stall where all the shit goes down. But let's just say some shit is going down. Take a seat as we flush out this week's thoughts, bringing you our below average opinion. That's dumb. You're dumb. And unfiltered thoughts. And remember to like and subscribe. This is the stall. And welcome to another weekly episode of the stall. Watches. I am not even going to ask how the fuck you're doing because I know you're doing well. I'm actually not doing well this week. I'm doing fantastical. Uh, this was a good week. I decided to finally quit my eight to five uh, last week. I think it's been like a week, a week and a half now that I decided to quit my eight to five job. Uh, so I left my steady income job with uh, benefits. You know, I decided to leave that and pursue uh, powerlifting coaching full time. So everything that your parents taught you, everything that your mom instilled in you, uh, everything that the Hispanic culture is about loyalty and uh, sticking to one job for the rest of your life, you just fucking shattered that. I did. How did your mom react? <laughs> My mom. How are you sitting? <laughs> your cheeks aren't swollen. And the yeah, ass should. whooping your mom gave you, dude. A 30 year old grown ass <laughs> man. Getting your ass beat. <laughs> don't act like that's something new. It's not. It's not new. In Hispanic <laughs> culture, like, they don't care how old you are, you're going to get your ass beat. <laughs> but, uh, so when I, I decided to fucking finally tell her, I was actually fucking terrified. She was the very last person that I decided to tell that I was going to quit my job. Um, and I just like, hey, mom, uh, you know, I'm, um, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the clinic. Uh, I'm going to coach full time. And the first thing that comes out of like my mom's mouth is it is nothing about me. It's like, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm proud of you. Like, blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> are you going to be OK? Yeah. Like, you are know, they treating you right? No. Yeah. Like, why are you why are you leaving? Like, what's going on? No, my mom's first question. <laughs> she's like, Pero el doctor? What, what, what is the doctor going to do? What? What do you mean? What is the doctor going to do? I think I think the doctor is going to be fine. He pulls up in his Aston Martin uh, every day. Drives I don't think to his he's, beach house. Yeah, drives to his <laughs> beach house. I don't I don't think he's going to be worried about me. I, I think he's going to be fine. His companies continue to succeed. And so basically for her, it was like, who's going to cover your shift? Basically, she was like, but do they have somebody to come fill in? Like, what's going on? And I was like. I don't know, mom. I gave him a two week notice. Like, Dude, like that's I'm, the funniest because like whenever I would like my dad will see me around or even if it's like I take it off for school or something, he'd be like, y y el trabajo? the first thing they yeah, ask you, right? The first thing. Oh, we da, I'm going to take a vacation. You know, me and my friends are going here for a couple of days. And uh, <laughs> that's what he told me that when we went to Cancun and my, my dad asked me and my brother and he's like, y el trabajo? The first thing they fucking ask. We have fucking vacation days. Yeah. What do you mean, el trabajo? Yeah, I think like the last time that I decided to go to Vegas, I think like I told my mom like super last minute. I was like, I was like, mom, we're going to Vegas. And she's like, did you let work know? And I was like, yeah, I let them fucking know. But like, <laughs> like why are you so worried about like the job? Like, well, that's just like Hispanic people, right? Like they're always just about being loyal. So she was, she, I think she's still a little bit kind of like, Nervous about just me leaving my eight to five steady income job, but um, but congratulations on breaking the mold and taking a chance on yourself. Thank you. I mean, you shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I actually, I actually didn't even want to pursue coaching. I just really wanted to sleep more. That's really all it was. If you guys don't know Juan, he likes to sleep more than anyone I fucking know. He's like a little like koala bear. I am. He uh, 
takes a nap before the show and a nap after the show. And in between it, he overloads on caffeine. <laughs> this guy would fucking sleep all day if he could. I fucking hate sleeping. I wish I didn't need it, but I need it. I could really, I, if, I, if I could, but I still need to be a productive member of society. I could probably sleep like 10 to 11 hours. A day. Like a day. Like, your a day. back doesn't hurt? No, dude. I, I'm in peak performance. Like my back is solid. I, I felt it. Yeah, I know. Still clap for those. Yeah, I mean, unless like you're getting crushed from the back. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but uh, congratulations. Uh, you said you're a coach now, right? Yes, full-time powerlifting coach. So you train like normal gym people or like people that are a little bit more serious or what uh, does powerlifting mean for the people that have been living under a rock? Uh, so powerlifting is like a strength sport, um, but I coach all levels of people, people who've never had a barbell on their back to people who've been lifting for like 10 plus years. Um, but yeah, most of the people that kind of walk into our gym are looking for something a little bit more serious. It's not like your fucking average, you know, commercial gym goers like you. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> me. <laughs> Just hey, you know, th he's a coach and this guy fucking meets me up after going to the gym and he, uh, Makes me go to eat Panda Express right after the gym. So thank you, coach. Yeah, no problem. Well, that's the nice <laughs> thing about powerlifting is like, we don't give a fuck about what, what we dying. eat. Yeah. We're just trying to get strong. I mean, I guess it matters. But, you know, it's better that it's kind of nice that thing, the gyms are opening back up again because I'm fucking tired of looking up on offer up for gym equipment and trying to pay uh, $300 for one 20 pound dumbbell. And like, uh, <laughs> as we sent, we were sending to each other for a couple of weeks. Uh, homemade fucking equipment that people were selling on there. What was it like? Uh, a wooden squat rack, a wooden bench. That was one of the best ones. Yeah, and like who the, who the fuck would buy that? Like my back <laughs> would hurt from fucking being on this fucking, you know, I, I love your peak performance. No, not, not to lay on a wooden bench, dude. <laughs> like, how do you like make sure that it doesn't just fucking buckle under your back as you like What if I get a splinter in my back, dude? Dude, that'd be a problem. <laughs> then you can't even reach it because it's like in the middle of your back and it's you're like, a fucking power lifter so you can't even reach your lats too dude. big <laughs> that'd be a fucking problem be like hey but they could probably make you one of those wide back ones that's true oh fucking but i just have your dad for that tell your dad my dad is retired dude. <laughs> you saw him today he ain't doing shit anymore <laughs> yeah that's true I was, I was like yo your dad's living the life he's like i want this life he walked in saw my dad and he's like this is the life i want just He's chilling. Like just chilling, drinking a beer, watching the soccer game. <laughs> Talking shit on everybody. <laughs> Told me to go buy him food. Yeah, he's like, hey, uh, I was like, Dad, you hungry? No, Juan's buying. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I'm buying. I was like, uh, paquete de tortillas, okay? <laughs> he's like, just bring me uh, frijoles and paquete de tortillas. <laughs> Dude, uh, so, yeah, offer up. People creating concoctions, thinking that they could sell it. Uh, remember we saw like a uh, homemade fucking dumbbells made out of concrete. What did it say? Like, oh, it said I can make any weight you fucking need. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> bro. Like, is, is this shit calibrated? Like, dude, does it have a handle? He's like, like, I got a scale. What do you mean calibrated? <laughs> Dude, like, I want to meet these people. Like, I almost wanted to, like, just, like, message them and then just be like, look, these are the weights I fucking need and just let them make it and then never fucking show up. <laughs> That's, That's for, like, a 300-pound dumbbell. <laughs> yeah. Can you make me a fucking 
300 pound Atlas stone <laughs> and then never fucking pick it up, you piece of shit, dude. Dude, I saw them and they were like on gallons of milk. He's like, I, I can make any type of kettlebell. Dude. And then he would mold it inside a, ke- a gallon of milk. And then he would crush Just cut the, the gu- yeah, cut yeah. the fucking gallon off. And you like, know, once you grab that handle, it's flying right fucking off, dude. Yo, like, look, I understand the hustle. I understand trying to make money. I don't, and shit. I don't dude. I do. Don't do it. No, I mean, like, I understand <laughs> that kind of hustle. Like, like, do something better than that, dude. Like, don't, be better. Yeah, make some mask. You know, do something. Yeah, a fucking not a uh, gallon filled with concrete, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, but this shit is, you know, people bought them. A hundred percent. And they were fucking dumb. That's what I'll tell them to their face. Like, hey, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, don't buy that shit. Dude, dude. That's what I always say. There's got to be someone out there instigating people to do this dumb shit. Like it worked on somebody. Like, 100%. All these and, that, and that's why they kept putting, posting it up. Yeah. Fuck but, those uh, people. And they're, yeah, they're just trying to fucking sell equipment for like. Eye gouging prices. Yeah. Just like, but the, the best part is the people. I, I don't mean you have experience with this and we have no balls when it comes to this. I, I I don't know how people do it, but I mean, we had an experience with this, with this furniture that we bought for uh, the podcast and uh, it was a fucking great deal already. But we said, you know what? We're going to budget still. We're going to offer this guy like 250 when he was selling it for 300, which isn't much of a low ball. But we were like super fucking stoked on the way there. We're going to fucking do it. We're planning what we're going to say. And as soon as he get there, he shows us the equipment. This guy's loaded. He lives in a fucking nice place. It wouldn't bother him too much to give us a deal, but he shows us the furniture. We're like, the, the furniture is fantastic. We'll pay full price. Yeah, like <laughs> I think he posted like a screenshot of like how much he bought it for retail, and we got it for like less than like fifty percent of what it was even worth. Yeah. Right, maybe like twenty five percent of whatever. Like this is some nice ass furniture we're sitting in, and like Christian said, we we had this fucking game plan going in. And we're like, dude. We've, we've already kind of spent a ton of money. I was like, let's go in there. Let's fucking lowball this dude. So we're sitting in the car and going over the game plan. Like we're about to go rob a fucking bank, dude. And we're sitting in the fucking car. <laughs> Sweaty as fuck. Too. And then the guy's like, yeah, I don't know why we didn't have the ACI. I think we just wanted to get we like our heart save, rate. Yeah, we, wanted heart to rate save, we wanted to save gas is what we were doing. <laughs> we didn't turn on the AC. And then the fucking guy tells us, he's like, he's like, oh, you guys can come on in. And we fucking go in and he shows us the furniture. He's like, yeah, you know, he's, this is it. He's like, I'm looking to get, you know, like 300 bucks for everything. And then I looked at Christian <laughs> and we both just kind of like saw this look at this look at panic. And you're just like, just, just give him the three hundred dollars. <laughs> so we oh, we'll pay you three fifty. Just take it all, man. Like we have no fucking boss to do that. But We're the terrible. people that approach us on the stuff that we've tried to sell and offer up is like. Like I have like a, a brand new almost assault bike and I, it's an, uh, like a top end gym bike. Uh, and people would saw, like I had, what else did I have? Like my squat rack that I sold and uh, someone ended up paying me a good decent price, but I would get people like, Hey man, can you uh, let it go for like $200? This is like a $1,500 thing. I think and at this time people were like, I uh, price gouging for like three, three times the worth. And people would offer me like, 200 bucks. Someone's like, well, can, can you just sell me individual weights for like a hundred? No way. Fuck. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. how do you have the balls to approach? I don't go to food for less or like Best Buy and be like, Hey man, I'll give you $80 for this $700 big screen TV. And like, the worst thing is they'll find like the littlest thing wrong with it. Right. <laughs> they'll like go, like they come over or whatever and they look at it and they're like, you know, man, I really like to pay you what you're asking for. <laughs> but you know, this, this barbell right here, it's got a little bit of chalk on it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you fifty bucks. You see this right here? 
Uh, it has spider webs on it. <laughs> and if, I mean, I, I didn't want to bring this up, but my little brother got bit by a spider once. Just like the most fucking fantastical, <laughs> like stupidity you could yeah. come up with just so, to fucking get it for a better price. And I just drove all the way down here, like three lights down. <laughs> I, you know, you took up my whole day. Uh, you told me you wanted to come <laughs> check it out. Yeah. Like, like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> for I'm just, I, I wish I had the, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I do have the balls to do it, but then I feel bad. Like, like get the fuck out of my backyard, dude. Like, get the fuck out of your fucking wallet, dude. I'm robbing you now. <laughs> fuck you, dude. You wasted my fucking time. You, you gave me the wrong fucking hood, dude. You call your dad outside. But give me your fucking shoes. You're going to walk out of here barefoot. <laughs> Wherever you have to go now, you have to be barefoot. You can't even fucking waste my goddamn time, dude. Dude, I, I don't get how they fucking have the balls to do it. Like, if you're looking for something, you better fucking, you know, like our friend says, you got to be able to pay to play. For but, sure. Ready to play, always. Always be ready to pay to it's play. It's like the the freaking Pawn Stars. You've seen Pawn Stars, right? Uh, no, I haven't actually. Yes, <laughs> I fucking have to. Shut your goddamn <laughs> Pawn Stars. We watch that shit every time we go to Vegas. We do, because in the, the morning, only, <laughs> it's the only thing they have on TV. And it's there. So <laughs> we watch fucking Pawn Stars. And these, these guys are like the epitome of fucking like low ballers. Like the yeah. worst fucking low ballers. Like people will walk in there with like, you know, I don't really know a whole ton of shit about a ton of shit. So like they'll come in <laughs> with like some shit that looks kind of expensive. I'm like, okay, that looks decently priced. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, if it's on TV, you know, that's going to be right. Like, like it's, you know, and it's like a World War Two gun. Yeah, like, a, like some shit that should Michael be Michael like, Jordan's left shoe from when he did the Air Jordan dunk. Like, like some shit that should be in a museum. Right. Yeah. And then these people walk in, you know, they're just trying to get some quick cash. And the guy will be like, look, man, uh, this is handed down from my my great great grandpa he fought in the motherfucking war he's a war hero and then he's like i'm looking to get you know four hundred dollars and the dude fucking comes out he's like fucking looks at it and he's like you know i gotta you know i gotta fucking put it in a box i gotta put i gotta, I gotta put it uh fucking in the store it's gonna take me a lot of labor like bro this is your fucking job and then he's like i give you like 20 boxes where i'm at I'm like, where, where the fuck did you get $20 yeah, You can sell it for scrap metal for more than that. <laughs> and then the best is when like, they're, they're a little bit unsure about what it is. Always, always unsure. Unsure. And then they'll be like, you know what? I don't feel comfortable giving you an offer. Uh, so I'm going to call in a fucking expert. And like within like the next commercial break, the fucking expert is there. Yeah, and it's like these it's like these experts are like just kicking it outside waiting for him like in a fucking bullpen and they're just ready to go. Like, give me the left hander fucking he just like runs out there and shit. It's like what the this show is so fucking unreal. He fucking trots out from the yeah. back. <laughs> he's like he's gonna warm up and he's gonna check out another couple of things that people brought in and he'll give you your He's fucking gonna do offer. a quick Google search and see what he finds online. He's gonna then, look on offer up, <laughs> see what kind of offer he gets, and then he'll let me know what I can sell it for. And he's like, We're gonna need you to come back, actually. But, yeah, he's not so, available. Pawn shop if you're listening You're a piece, piece of, of shit, shit. <laughs> Like Bro. dude you're on TV Offer him a little bit more dude. You're fucking rich already Like don't <laughs> Like dude I, You already fucking made it Like pay these people But dude. the people that are There's the opposite end as well Like we said on offer up The people that like lowball the people that come in there with like some dumb ass shit, like a fucking teddy bear. And they're like, I know this fucking teddy bear is real. Yeah. And it's, I need $8,000. Uh, well, you know, it is worth some money. And, uh, but the market's not what it used to be. And I can give you like 500. Yeah. I need $8,000. It's like, no, dude. It's like super unrealistic. Like, like you said, yeah, we get it. Like it might be like, there's a lot of sentimental value to you. Yeah, like, that's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. And, and then he's like, but. You know, it's, it's going to sit on my shelf for like six months. You know, I got to make money. Um, but yeah, you get those delusional people. I know 
this is fucking real. My grandpa's grandpa gave me this. <laughs> I was like, like, your grandpa's a fucking liar. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> Shit, never. Your grandpa was a fucking fraud. This is all fake. It's not, this isn't even a real bear. This is a fucking kangaroo. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, thank goodness that things are opening back up. We don't have to deal with these pawn shop stars on offer up. We can now start going to the gym. Things are starting to normalize. There should be a show where it's like offer up people, right? And just like, just like trying to lowball people or you try to go lowball people. But it's just like, dude, you just, you just gave out ideas. You just gave out our shit, God dude. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that but would be awesome. People are, uh, and then we interview him after. <laughs> how did you feel? Like, how did you have the boss to offer him? Well, he just looked like pieces of shit and they look like they take anything. So that's why I did it. <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, you look like pieces of like, fucking we're cowards. Af- we're afraid to look like yeah. pieces of shit just for yeah. offering like a little less money. But we were like, we weren't even offering like, like that much less, right? Like we didn't go in there and like the dude's asking for 300. We're like, we got 50, dude. Like, you know, we were offering like 50 bucks less, but we didn't even do that. We didn't even have balls to fucking do it. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, so fuck those people. <laughs> shit's shit's opening back up. Shit's opening back up, and it's uh, opening back up, kind of across the board in in a weird way, where everything is now a a drive in type of thing. Uh, I know I've seen drive in comedy shows, drive in concerts, and uh, like everything's drive. Everything seems to be going drive through now. What like we do drive in like eye doctors, drive in dentist. And just have like a little, you pull up and you get a little pit crew coming through. <laughs> Drive in fucking dentist. So you pull up in your fucking car, like you're in NASCAR, right? And then these fucking, these, the doctor, the assistant comes out and just fucking drills and shit. It's just like in your fucking <laughs> nut. <laughs> but not, instead of the wheel, it's on your fucking molar now. <laughs> Yo, that would be fucking insane. That would, I, I would rather sit in my own seat. Then sit in that weird plastic chair that a thousand people sit in it. What if you get fucking blood everywhere? Saliva on your fucking car. When have you ever got blood everywhere at the dentist? I don't know, man. I don't know what kind of dentist you be going to, dude. I'm just saying, dude. It's a possibility. I mean, every dentist is special. And I learned this a special way. I mean, unique in their own way. And I learned this in a special way. Um, Because you know how dentists normally numb you up? And they like rub a cotton that tastes like a delicious Jolly Rancher, like water. They even used, I remember I went to one where he's like, what, what kind of flavor do you want? Watermelon? What? Strawberry, yeah. That's some high-end shit, It dude. was. It actually, I got a hookup. I didn't, get, I didn't get any fucking flavors. And uh, I got like the worst. <laughs> just fucking medicine taste? <laughs> yeah, just like, here you No, this go. was like, they, they let me choose, choose a Jolly Rancher. What? And then they put it on the top of my gum and my gum would what go What flavor numb. did you choose? Watermelon. You would choose watermelon. I would, dude. It was delicious, though. My, my mouth drooled a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if it was because it was numb or just because of the flavor, but he, yeah, they would then inject you with the actual like lidocaine and whatever, and they would go numb. Right. But this time they just injected my gum straight up. And at the time I didn't realize what was going on, but this guy was, um, the dentist grabbed my cheek and just wiggled it. And then, yeah, you're looking at me weird, but it was uh, my mouth cheek. Oh, facial cheek. Know. When everybody says cheeks now, I just think about butt cheeks. I mean, they do wiggle, but I mean, you they, they, you're looking soft, dude. You haven't been to the gym. Is <laughs> that you Panda Express after the gym, dude? Yeah, but that's how I made my payment, not how I did my numbing. Um, so he grabbed my facial cheek. He he jiggled it, but it was a professional manner. It wasn't just like you know, like he like jiggled it correctly. Okay, and then I didn't know there was a proper way to jiggle. The, neither I learned that day though. Okay, and then he his assistant rubbed my earlobe at the same time, and then this weird. Like it was on the opposite side. So I don't know what it did where it like counterset what I felt. 
and it put me in like when he, they injected the lidocaine into my gum, which normally is a painful process, right? I would think so. A needle going in, into your gums sounds It did absolutely painful. nothing. Like I felt a little bit of pressure, but nothing like the stinging or the piercing. It just felt like whatever kind of thing. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like anything excruciating or like that. But So he jiggled your cheek and then he rubbed your ear. Well, the dentist jiggled my cheek and then the assistant rubbed my earlobe. Damn. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Damn, it's like a threesome. It, it was. Um, so it came in the bill. I didn't know. It said on there. Threesome. Yeah, it said, um, it said threesome experience. <laughs> Holistic threesome experience. Because it was no medical, you know. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't bill it to your insurance. <laughs> it's not covered yet. <laughs> They're like, hey, you're going to have to pay this on the side. No care, care, no care, care to accept it here. <laughs> this is a holistic experience. Wow, that's fucking next level. Yeah, it was cool. It was actually cool because, you know. I don't know. It just felt like they were trying harder for me not to feel pain. And they kind of did that for other things too. Now that I remember, but it, it, it was definitely a learning experience and it was, it was cool. But uh, yeah, so things going to the drive in platform, everything. Yeah. Everything's going drive in. Uh, like, have you been to anything that's opened up now? Like in the drive? I haven't, I haven't been personally, but I've known a couple of people who've been doing like these uh, drive in concerts. Or like kind of like rave type things. Okay. Where you, you go in your car and then they kind of like have a an area for your car and your friends. You just party out there. It sounds really fucking fun until you have to drive home. I mean, I guess you had to drive home anyways, right? Right. But then like, that's true. But then like, now you're just at your car. So you just like get in right away. Like before that's like true. you have to like walk out of the Dude, venue. You know that getting out car. of that shit is going to be a fucking, oh, you know, there's going to be one degenerate that just got too fucking lit <laughs> and they just fucking ram through all the fucking cars and like cause a ruckus and then you can't get out. That would be wild. Yeah. Cause I mean, people are going to be drinking, partying, right? It's a, it's a concert. Um, and, and, now, I, and now they're just going to get in their car and go like, what, what are you going to, if there's no sobering up, there's no <laughs> going to get food. And I mean, I guess that's afterward, but I mean, I saw that there's still sections because I looked at some ticket pricing for a couple of shows that I wanted to check out. And I saw that there's still like at the very front, it's still VIP and it's still a little bit priced, um, you know, heavier than the back. So I know in concerts we've been to before, we always kind of try to like finagle our way all the way up to the front somehow. I know you have experience. You snuck into the pit a couple of times, right? Uh, two two times that I can think about. Um, one of them for I think was for for three eleven and Snoop Dogg. Uh, me and another friend we bought lawn tickets, and we somehow made it all the way to the fucking pit. Yeah, I remember. It. I was in the pit already. You guys were in the pit already, and you were in the lawn. In the lawn, so we had to go. We were at the dude, and this isn't like San Diego. This place is huge, massive. And then so there's the lawn and then there's rows of fucking uh, just rows and rows where people are sitting. So we decide, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's try to sneak down into the pit. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? We get kicked out or whatever. No, whatever. Well worth it. So we sneak down all the way to the fucking front front row. And like literally all we have to do is like hop this little fence to make it into the pit. And we're watching like the security guard, making sure that, 
you know, the moment he looks away from us, we're going to hop in. Right. So the moment he fucking looks away, we just literally fucking hop in. I think I had a sweater on. I took off the fucking sweater. Like, like he knew, like, <laughs> he's paranoid like, yeah, that he's like that's what he's looking for. <laughs> yeah. Like he knows I had this fucking sweater on, dude, <laughs> take it off. Um, and then, so that's how we snuck into the pit that time. And then there was another time where we did some shenanigans. Uh, and this was at Inland Invasion. Oh, this was so long ago. This was so long ago that before it was kind of like the initiation of when you can print out tickets and bring your own ticket. And back then they would scan it to let you in. And all you had to do was show your ticket to get let in into a pit. So they didn't like double scan it. They didn't rescan it again at the pit. I think they, they I think they just hole punched it. Yeah. Something, they hole punched something, it. Yeah. Cause it was so new at the time. So our friend, uh, he just, he had bought pit tickets and I think my brother did too. And they just made a, multiple copies of it and, and me and Juan had just bought like cheap lawn tickets so we got into the venue with our lawn tickets and then we just like went on the opposite side of the, of the pit and fucking got in with just copies of tickets that was so much easier than fucking you must have hopped like eight little fucking rails because I remember that shit was I hopped like 17 rows yeah, to fucking 17, make it yeah. <laughs> and you swam a couple rivers I, I did to make it down there but that yeah was, the, the fucking we just went on the opposite side they hole punched the ticket and then and then we were in the fucking pit I think that was my first concert ever ever and it was pretty cool it was like 311 Weezer uh, Oasis Block Party Oasis Jet Jet uh, yeah a lot of Arcade good bands Fire was there at the time remember they were before like before they small. were anybody yeah, yeah. Uh, that and was then, a good uh, show uh, Juan Gabriel, Bronco. Uh, it, was, it was a quiet variety of, of a con- it was a- That sounds like a lit show. I don't know. I remember being at that one. <laughs> you were young. Oh, you were, yeah. I was 16. Yeah. <laughs> you had too much uh, Mountain Dew that day and you had to go rest in the corner. <laughs> but how the fuck am I going to sneak into the pit now that, you know, all the fucking concerts are driving? Just like, just run through the fucking like cars. <laughs> hey man, just let them know that I came with you, right? Like, <laughs> like and then, and then what happens when I make it to the front? Like I just hang out and then they're like this extra person and then they walk around there like, this car only has five seats. How Although- did you come here? <laughs> uh, we're all Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Obviously we got here in this Honda Civic and I sat in the trunk. Exactly. Or like just go next to the car that's like an Econo Lodge van. <laughs> Be like, this van has 18 seats. This is how I got here. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, I don't know how so you just fucking ram your car all the way through. Yeah, so, I mean, I hope that shit. Ram your fucking car all the way. Just <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to get up close real quick. That's true. I hope shit like that doesn't last very long because that just kind of takes away from it. Like the personal like, experience. Yeah, the concert experience. I don't want to be fucking like standing by my car. And I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's too bad for what we have now. Uh... I'm pre- I mean, the parking lots that they're doing it aren't like these huge ass parking lots. It's not like I mean, sometimes they like at Coachella. You're sitting all further than you would at these concerts. So, I mean, it's not as bad. No, I, I like to be like cheek to cheek with people at concerts. I mean, we, could, we go in the same car. We could still stand cheek to cheek. Well, I don't want your cheeks next to oh. me. I mean, take what you can get. <laughs> <laughs> take what you can get. And uh, at least it's not like grimy and shit. Oh, that's what you like. Huh? <laughs> that's what you're saying. Well, I want to be able to like jiggle your cheek like the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> you got to charge me a fee for that. Charge you a fee? Yeah. Holistic fee. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it looks like things are opening back up. Maybe one day at the end of, I mean, 2021, I think we'll get real concerts back. I don't, I don't think we'll get them in 2020. So I think for now, the drive through will be as good as it gets, to be honest. I hope not. But uh, a new weekly thing we're going to be doing is a hypothetical question. Our first episode included our first hypothetical question was, 
Kim, Kim Kardashian well, money. What do we do for Kim Kardashian money? It's like yeah. dig on camera for one minute. And um, uh, Juan approached me today with a new hypothetical question. New hypothetical question. So uh, like Christian said, we're going we're gonna to do these weekly at the end of the episode. If you can submit a question or just ones we come up with. And so this week's is kind of like a two-part hypothetical question. And is, this, is, <laughs> this is the hypothetical question. Is if your, so your life depended on this, right? Like if you don't do this, you're going to die. Okay. It just in your current just instant death, instant. No, well, it's going like to be at the end of the day. I'll die. It's going to, no, I, I would like to think it's going to be a slow, painful death. <laughs> you would like to think it's going to be <laughs> slow, painful because you really have to think about it. So like yeah, if, it, really if you're just, just like, if it's painless, then you're like, oh, fuck it. I just die. You know? Okay. I, no, I was just, just <laughs> trying to live. <laughs> so right. Like your current age right now, like where you are in life, this happens and they, they present this, this to you and you're like, like the doctor opens the door. Yeah. He fucking comes in. And he's like, the only way, you know, you can survive is if you get fucking plowed from the back, like crushed from the back, taken it in the anus. I don't know how many ways I can put it, but basically <laughs> you, ruptured spleen. <laughs> you have to take, you have to take it in the ass. Okay. Like a one, one and poke and done or uh, like, like a, like a, like a couple rows. Let's keep it consistent. Like Kim Kardashian money, it's going to be one minute of just getting your fucking <laughs> anal ring just plowed. Okay, here's my question. I know you have multiple questions. So I have. I, I got to fucking ana an analyze this situation. Okay. Is it like a penis or is it like a probe? No, it's going to be a real live fucking penis. What the fuck's a real penis going <laughs> to save my life? This is hypothetical, man. It's like the epidermis on the dick is going to ignite something <laughs> that saves my life. Like this dude's got a magical dick, but it's got to go into your butthole for one minute. Does it just stay in there for one minute? No, like no, no. Like it's, going it's going in and out. In and it's out. fucking me for it's, one minute. It's yeah. fucking you for one goddamn minute, dude. Yeah. It's not hibernating. It's not going in a fucking cave and just, you're just like, it's just marinating in your fucking butthole, dude. No, it's going in and out. That is, in and uh, out. Wow. <laughs> and the cure is in the fucking splooge. Oh, so now he's got a splooge in me. <laughs> I'm just adding shit as I go. Yeah, I see. I got to answer this okay, question. Okay, so quickly. one minute, fucking dick in your ass, fucking the semen is the cure, and you survive. Better make me into a fucking Twinkie before this <laughs> night ends. Yeah, basically. Butthole into a Twinkie or I die. Oh, yes. Do, do you fucking take it in the ass? Uh, dude, I'm young. Yeah, I know. I'm a young, I'm a young buck. Dude. You are a young buck. And I'm trying to live for a, not a long time, but a good time. Correct. And this sounds like a horrible time, <laughs> but I, I need a couple more years to get some shit done. So you, you do it. I mean, if it's not that guy in the meme that pops up with the massive cock, I'm doing it. Cause that guy would crush my back and kill me in the process. <laughs> so you would be dead anyway. I would be dead anyways. I mean, we got, we got to be talking like. But, average American penis. But you know what you could do is you could tell the dude to fucking jiggle your butt cheek and rub your ear. And then maybe it'll numb your asshole <laughs> like, before the, he goes in. Get the, get the dental crew in here. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell the dentist like, yo, jiggle the other cheek and rub his ear. He's about to take this. So now I'm getting fingered and fucking plowed in the back. Hey, are they going to charge me for this shit too? No, no, no. You, they, they charge you your life. That's what they charge oh, okay. you if you don't do um, it. As long as this guy's tested and clean, um, I guess, you know, we're going to let him seesaw me. <laughs> You're going to let him crush you from the back? Yeah, dude. All right. 
Okay. I'm going to have to let you train me for a little bit, though. Get my back up to par. <laughs> I mean, I don't I'll know. fucking eat panda before. I'll be like, hey, motherfucker, <laughs> how fucking hard do you want to push? I ate panda express before this. That's disgusting, dude. Got to play a game. You want to play a game? We'll fucking play a game. <laughs> well, you don't know about this. You're, you're lying in the hospital bed. I'll, I'll eat panda every day from you're, now on. You're like, <laughs> just to prepare for this I'm moment. I'm fucking ready, dude. I'll fucking die of a heart attack instead. <laughs> fucking sodium overload. You're like, hey, uh, your blood pressure is too high. You didn't get to get, need to get fucked by the ass, but your blood pressure is about to erupt. <laughs> you're not going to die from the fucking, the 12-inch cock that this is gonna, dude's going to put right, in. Man, I agree to part one. What the f- Wait, do you agree to part one? Oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I I think I'd rather die. <laughs> I lived a good life. So I mean, I mean if I, you know what I'd like to do is like if that cheek thing works, I might I might consider. You can ask me after. Hey, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah. Hey, did the cheek thing work? Dude, the, uh, the problem is I'm gonna have to fucking like be on diapers for the rest of my life. You probably will. Your an- anus is never going back to the same probably size. Not. But that's just something you have to live with. But you're alive. That sounds sounds okay. Okay. So the second part is kind of the same scenario. But now we're going to we're going to make it a little bit different is you're still going to get fucked in the ass in order to survive. (laughs) But mandatory now. Now, yeah, you're still going to get fucked. You're still part of this next deal. But now you have to pick two friends that you would think are willing to get fucked in the ass as well to save your life. That's easy. What do you mean? That's easy. Yeah. I mean, well, me getting plowed in the ass isn't going to be easy. (laughs) Yeah. But I'd, I'd pick two friends that I, I would know would enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I Yo. have friends that enjoy that kind of thing. So I would pick them. <laughs> like if, if you asked me, you, you would die unless two of your friends hooked up with the girls. Then I'd be like, okay, I picked two friends that like hooking up with the girls. And then in this way, I have friends that enjoy that. So then I would call them up be like, hey, man, I'm going to need you to pull favorite. They might not be good looking or what you like, but uh, <laughs> if not, I die. But uh, you're going to have to get your ass clapped. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you found a fucking loophole, dude. I I didn't even think about that. Like there's people who enjoy getting fucked in the ass, right? Like why not pick those people? Yeah. And maybe I will after this. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> so, I, in my mind, I was thinking like I like I was thinking like in my head like fuck, would a Christian take a dick in the ass to survive me? <laughs> I was like And then if he said no, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, "You know what? It's fucking cool, dude. We'll die together." <laughs> Why do I have <laughs> You gotta die of the guilt for not taking it. What about it. this? If I said, you know what? I got your back. Literally, I got your back. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. But and you lived because I did it, but the guy crushed me so hard, he rushed my spleen and I died. Well, fuck you. I'm living, dude. Would you live? Would you name your kid after me? No. no. Like Fudge Packer? Fudge Packer. <laughs> Fudge Packer Sanchez? <laughs> no. No. No, I wouldn't fucking name him after you, but oh, dude, you found a fucking loophole. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, now that we're on the topic, I mean, you know, if I propose this proposition, would you take a dick to save my life? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you already told me you wouldn't save your own life. That's true. You wouldn't take a dick or whatever it is in your ass for your but, own self. Why, why should I do it for you? Because like now I see like, damn, my homie wants me to live, you know? So I'd be like, all right, fuck it. Sorry, dude. Damn. You don't even have to work at eight to five anymore. That's true. You're good, dude. If you're not <laughs> willing to save your own life at that point, then I don't know what to tell you. That's true. So... I no, mean, that was our, our hypothetical question. I hope it's hypothetical and it never happens. Oh, yeah, I hope I'm gonna it be never a little happens. I'd be a little nervous every time the doctor walks into my room from now on. <laughs> uh, look, Christian, everything looks good. You know, your labs look perfect. But you're going to die if you don't take this dick in your ass. Your anus is looking a little too tight. <laughs> and it's restricting blood to your heart and it's going to loosen up. 
<laughs> and this is the only thing. This is out of everything we've come up with in the science and medical field. This is this is the only option. Uh, you can't put me to sleep now. We could just jiggle your cheek and rub your ear. That's all we have to offer. <laughs> and that's all we have to offer this fucking week. Remember to check us out on social media at the stall podcast on Instagram. Mine is at Christian underscore the stall. And uh, remember, you can always DM us, respond to our stories when we're asking for topics, questions, whatever you want to send in. Remember, we'll be hosting this hypothetical question every week. So whatever you want to ask, whatever weird shit you got for us, we'll answer. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, we just talked about getting our asses plowed right now. So. Two, for, two for two on the hypothetical question. Sucking yeah. dick on camera for kinds of Kim K money. And now we're taking dicks on our ass to survive. Well, you got to do what you got to do. And Juan just might have taken that Kim K money since he doesn't need a full-time job. Yeah. Should have let me know, dude. I was in. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you next time. Good night, people. Good night.